What's up, guys? Here we are. Um, finally pulled the trigger, right? Uh, started the first episode, first season of my podcast. Um, this is the I Am Fury 1 official podcast. I think um, this is going to be uh, a series. We'll see how well it does. I feel like I don't want to waste people's time with this thing, you know? Uh, especially because it's not going to be uh, tied to much gaming. Uh, I think you guys know me more uh, from uh, playing video games on Twitch. Uh, if you guys haven't seen my Twitch yet, it's twitch.tv slash IamFury1. Alright. Um, speaking of that, that's uh, my name, uh, how I came up with it. Uh, let's get into that. Um, I believe it was uh, 2011. 2011, when I first became a platoon sergeant, United States Army. We'll get into that later. Oh, God. It's already been 19 years. Anyway, um, I was sitting there uh, getting berated by my first sergeant uh, in his office. I think that was, uh, that was pretty, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um he uh, was berating me and yelling at me, basically. Uh, I had a soldier who missed formation again. Um, he was going through some personal problems uh, with his marriage at the time. Man, I remember that. That was, that was, that was rough. Uh, I didn't want to expose him, though. So, I basically, <laughs> I let him go, I guess. I guess, like, I didn't really punish him for something like that. Uh, what I did was I recommended he see a, a sleep study. And he was missing formation in the morning. And I recommended he see a sleep study get sleep study done and I made it a medical problem instead of a responsibility problem for the first sergeant and he didn't like that took me into his office I was getting yelled at he told me that he needs uh, strong leaders and he needed me to be a dick he needed me to be an asshole and you know Obviously, that's not me, right? Um, and he said he needed me to be, he needed to see the fury in me. And that's like, obviously not non-existent, right? <laughs> um, the following day, when I went to formation, it came a little bit early. And a lot of the guys who were already there were like, oh, shit, here comes the fury. Oh, I want to see the fury, right? And it was just a joke because I'm just a really laid-back person. I'm very understanding. And uh, I feel like when you yell and you get aggression like that, uh, it's not the most effective way of communication. I think... Um, that's how uh, 
we communicate, but it's just very ineffective. It's a, a form of communication. Either way, uh, that's how I came up with I Am Fury. Um, the uh, unit and the guys had started sending people to in process with me. And the, they're like recording, like really <laughs> letting those the new guys coming in know and like warning them like, hey, there's, this guy's name is Fury. Like you gotta, you gotta be on your shit. It's crazy. And I'd be sitting in my office, you know, doing all my paperwork, and uh, these new guys, brand new to the army, coming into my office saying, uh, "We're here to see Fury." And I'm like, "I am Fury." Yeah, yeah, okay. But it was just a joke uh, because I'm I'm not an asshole. But they wanted to see that in me. And it never really happened. Um, but going into uh, uh, the future, uh, started streaming on Twitch in 2015. 2015, like late 2015, like really got into it uh, seriously. Uh, 2016, um, that was a, a big change for me because I realized that I I was like halfway decent with entertainment. I think that um, streaming for me gave me a lot of confidence in public speaking. I think that uh, is a lost art and I really enjoy it now. Um, I enjoy sharing and uh, you guys know if you guys watch my stream i have no filter i have no shame i will talk to you about everything and anything it doesn't matter what it is it's sexual in nature it doesn't matter it's embarrassing to me it doesn't matter um and then now here we are 2023 we're reinventing ourselves we're creating uh new ways to reach people reach the masses and have fun doing it right um, so here we are, 2023, we're going to start first episode, first season of I Am Fury 1 podcast. Um, this first episode is going to be more of an introduction, which you guys can expect from this podcast, um, and, uh, what you can, uh, not expect. Uh, but we'll go into it, uh, with me, uh, my, my early life, uh, it was really, I want to say difficult, but it was different. I think I had a very uh, different experience than most people. Um, Filipino. Uh, I grew up in San Diego, California, um, in public school systems. If you guys don't are, if you guys are unfamiliar with the California public school systems, it's a literal joke, <laughs> uh, just to say the least. Uh, in my opinion, um, there's a lot of uh, uh, bias from me uh, when it comes to California in general. Um, don't get me wrong, I love it. It's my f- home forever. Uh, it's what made me who I am today. Uh, but I uh, don't, I'm very critical of the place. California in general 
uh, and and how it's a model for uh, the I guess like dystopia, the future dystopia that can possibly happen. I don't know. That's a whole different episode, a whole different subject. Um, I'm Filipino, full Filipino. Both my parents are from Philippines. So I guess that would make me Filipino American. Um, I try to balance a lot of my heritage uh, with uh, being American at the same time. I think uh, it's very important to uh, realize that I grew up here in the United States and uh, those who come from the motherland of the Philippines, if you were listening to this, you are so privileged to, to have even seen it, lived it, and uh, although I'm uh, very happy you're here in the United States or wherever you are, I'm very, very jealous because um, with me, I have to do certain things and, and reach out to my uh, heritage to feel closer to it, you know. Um, uh, being in the States... I I'm still American. I could do American things, but um, I'm s- uh, sort of at a crossroads sometimes. You know, uh, people hear my voice, but they look at me and they don't see uh, your stereotypical American, right? Um, physically fit, uh, thanks to my Filipino genes, right? And I think uh, it's just different uh, trying to juggle both cultures it's a challenge sometimes uh, but it does make me a better person um, uh, at the end of the day because I'm able to uh, juggle both and see where people come from uh, from different walks of life uh, some of the other I- Asian influences uh, that I grew up with in San Diego um, I had a good friend Eric uh, shout out to Eric um, he's Vietnamese is a huge part of my um, influence growing up. Um, he was uh, big into cars, uh, big into uh, hustling, really, uh, and he really served as the uh, role model. I guess like peer role model to me, uh, because you know uh, we grew up in uh, uh, a less than desirable situation. I don't want to say I grew up in, a, in the hood, but um, we did not grow up uh, very um, wealthy at all, um, but you know we focused. We focused on school. We graduated on time. We uh, made making money a priority and our futures a priority. Uh, we stayed out of trouble. Um, we you know we didn't join any gangs. We didn't really do any drugs. Nothing crazy like that, you know. Um, I had a lot of friends who were Thai uh, and Lao, um, huge Lao influence uh, in my life. Uh, one of my good friends, Kane, he is uh, uh, Lao, and he, I guess he wanted, he really paved the way for me when it came to cooking. Um, I always used to see him just quickly do things in the in the kitchen and and. and and it was really impressive. Uh, and whenever they had Lao parties, you guys didn't know, Lao parties last for like days. Holy shit. 
Um, and that was a huge part of my upbringing. Uh, there were other influences. Uh, I had a good friend, uh, Faisal. Shout out to uh, Faisal. He's a huge um, influence and peer in my life, even to this day. Um, he's a Afghan. Um, uh, he has huge ties to his um, heritage as well, and it kind of showed me that, like, if you could, if he could be proud of his heritage I should I should I could too you know uh, especially during the time 04 the Afghan uh, American war was still going on uh, and I think that um, that was one of the big reasons why I wanted to join too is because uh, the friendship that we he and I had he already had a father who went back to Afghanistan to go be an interpreter and he uh uh, he was pre- previously in the Mujahideen, and and he was he did all these great things, fought the Russians, right, um, during the eighties, and I think that was a huge uh, influence and in, uh, for me to join the military. Uh, going into the military, um, I actually joined uh, right out of high school in '04. Uh, I actually graduated high school and basic training the same year. Um, that was pretty cool. Uh, I became a 98 Charlie at the time. Whoa, that was way back. Signals intelligence analyst. Um, but uh, I actually failed that MOS. Uh, and I, I had to go and transition into just being a normal intelligence analyst. Um, that was huge for me. Uh, uh, it was a difficult uh, accomplishment for me. Um, the school was quite long. I believe it was 21 weeks. Uh, so like half a year, right? Um, I was in training for ha- half that year, uh, not including uh, the already half a year that I had started with the 98 Charlie course. Um, and that was in uh, Fort Huachuca, Arizona, um, and where I really uh, honed and became... Uh, an official intelligence analyst. And I think that's what the basis of this podcast is, is that I'm going to be using my in- intelligence and anal- uh, analytical skills to uh, analyze data. Um, but we'll go into that a little bit later. Um, I was a instructor there <laughs> later on uh, in 2015 to 2017. Uh, when I was stationed there, and I think that's how I was able to really hone my voice and hone my uh, public speaking, uh, I guess, skill in front of people. A live audience is always different, right? Uh, Going to the basis of that, uh, that... the podcast really is going to be a lot of analysis. Um, uh, a lot of it is going to be me taking information um, that I have read or verified through um, really looking in, into what what we call is, is a deep dive of information. Uh, I, I want to... I want to emphasize that 
I'm not an expert at anything. I've shit, man. My uh, highest form of education is actually high school. And wow. <laughs> you guys got to realize that. I'm actually very against cookie cutter, uh, higher educations, as people would call it. Um, I see that a lot of them try to indoctrinate more than they try to uh, teach you how to be your own thinker, you know. Uh, I feel like a lot of education these days is training you to be a consumer uh, and not a producer. So that's a whole different podcast, though. Um, so uh, w- with its podcast, by the way, it's it's like it's going to be a lot of theory and a lot of assumption, and mostly it's going to be my opinion on things. So if you don't actually know me and you're just listening to this podcast, then it's going to be a little bit different because you're going to be used to uh, interacting me on a personal level, either with the the Twitch stream or uh, if you know me personally in real life, uh, it's going to be different because uh, a lot of this is uh, either a theory that I have um, came up on my own uh assumptions where there are gaps in intelligence or known things um and opinions where uh i formulate these things uh these opinions uh based upon the theory and assumptions right um and when i can get facts obviously i'm going to go off of that uh, facts backed by uh, evidence um I think it's very difficult this day and age to uh, do that because you just don't know what is a fact and how it's backed up and by what, you know, a lot of these case studies or, um, you know, a lot of these when people start with, oh, uh, this case study shows, you know, this. Okay, well, well, what kind of environment was this case study done in? Well, they just surveyed 50 college students. Well, that's not very much of a study, is it? Sounds like a, a cherry pick there. It's just that kind of thing. I think that uh, it's really hard, uh, especially this day and age of, of misinformation, uh, where we try to um, persuade people into believing what we believe uh, rather than laying out facts um, giving your opinion, and then really sharing that opinion with uh, other people. I think it's a hard thing to realize that um, misinformation really is a thing uh, this day and age. Uh, it's difficult to uh, differentiate what is fake news and what's uh, real facts. And that's because there's just a huge campaign on the truth. Uh, and I think that this podcast will be mostly me trying to find the truth in things and trying to analyze things from my perspective as I see it. You know, this is no way, uh, shape or form tied to Twitch, Amazon, the United States Army, um, military veterans, none of that. This is purely my opinion on things and my theory uh, based on facts 
and assumptions that I have made. Okay, there's nothing, you know, here that's going to get me canceled unless you, you know, you're trying you're trying to get me canceled, right? Um, it's really hard for me to uh, get a hold of and grasp cancel culture. I think that people absolutely deserve their own opinion. And I think that it's hard for people to do that in this day and age because if they if people if you say something that people disagree with, yeah, they'll go for your job. They'll go for your retirement benefits. They'll go for, um, you know, everyone and anyone that you thought was a friend. Uh, they'll go for your family. They'll go for your liveliness. And uh, I think that's what I really uh, aim to achieve um, with this is that uh, my financial independence will stop me from, you know, ultimately being canceled. Um and I think that's why other podcasts, like say like Joe Rogan, uh, do really well. Like he works for himself. You can't cancel him, um, but you maybe can take him off of some streaming um, websites. But that's about it. You know, if uh, he gets taken off of Spotify today, then guess what? Uh, he'll probably open up his own website and people will probably listen to him irregardless. So, uh, sources that are credible are, are going to be huge. Um, I think, uh, being able to verify and, uh, really know how credible and, uh, an institution is when it, when it comes out and it says something, you know, uh, well, for example, if it, it's, uh, the organization says 99% of people prefer apples over oranges, right? Um, but that uh, organization that did that research happens to be funded by someone who owns apple farms. Yeah, your, 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 <laughs> your uh, credibility is not shot as an organization, at least with me it is. Um, that's the kind of thing I want to look at for uh, when it comes to uh, the credibility of things. Uh, you always want to look for where the money's coming from, especially with nonprofit organizations um, uh, and uh, NGOs. What are NGOs? Uh, NGOs are non-government organizations, um, that entities that, uh, are no way, shape, or form tied to the government, you know, uh, and that could be anything, you know. Uh, Spotify is its own entity. Uh, Twitch is its own entity, uh, aside from being, you know, owned by Amazon, Jeff Bezos, right? Um, but I think uh, I'm also going to try to Oh, Jesus. Bring this podcast live. Uh, I think I'll try to make this podcast um, on on Twitch as well and upload the episodes. So uh, the podcast would obviously be on 
uh, Twitch, but it'll also be uh, on YouTube. You know, it'll also be on Spotify, and I'll try to put it on every other um, streaming service that I can get on, right? Um, but if I do it live, uh, obviously there's going to be people in chat. Uh, so I think the idea is that I say my piece, and then after that, I open the floor to chat, and I answer questions um, based upon uh, what they come up with in chat, if there is anyone there, right? Um, and I think that's uh, really important because we need to come together uh, and form a consensus. Uh, I think uh, it's harder for people to grasp my opinions um, uh, and and for really for me to grasp it too because sometimes I could be saying some off-the-wall shit, you know, right? But if there's a consensus uh, and we come together as a community to say, hey, yeah, this is actually wrong to do, right? Or this is actually a better way to do something else. I think that uh, we learn and grow as people. Because that's one of the things that I see, uh, especially in politics and uh, online. Uh, people don't really open themselves up to... Uh, what's going on in the world because they are so used to seeing uh, what they want to see and it, it's difficult to live that way you know you you just um, for example if you're a left-leaning person and you absolutely refuse to be friends with anyone who isn't left-leaning right or who isn't uh, left-wing this or isn't blue vote blue no matter who you know what I mean like that no come on you know I remember a day in politics where we sat down they debated and we realized that you know this person actually just wants to be president as opposed to wants to help fix the country I think that's really hard to do um but I think that's the idea is that we um, go back to that. You know, we go back to where uh, we vote for the candidate who has the best, uh, you know, possible outcome for, for, for the future, right? That's why I think uh, a lot of uh, people from other countries think that American politics is a joke. It's because it is. You know, we have... Uh, a ton of people, but only two parties, two-party system. If you go to, like, Germany, where they have damn near 25 parties, and it's it's hard because um, they only showcase two parties, and if you're not either of those, um, you're probably just not a voter, right? I think it's easier for people to just choose a side, too, rather than it being split by a ton of percentages with multiple parties. I think it's easier for people to just pick a side. But, I mean, there's no, there's no such thing as, like, you know, black and white, right? There's people who believe certain things and 
don't want to don't want to agree with something you know i know a lot of uh uh libertarians who uh don't care if you get an abortion they really don't care um but they don't want their taxpayers to fund it because that would make them accomplice to what they would say is murder right and i know a lot of uh you know um Democrats or left-leaning people who really actually own guns. And they're like, yep, guns are a very necessary thing in the United States. It's very necessary for home security. It's very necessary to ensure that uh, my First Amendment isn't taken because I have my Second Amendment, right? Um, These kind of things don't occur overseas, you know? You look uh, at the uh, the amount of Twitch streamers or um, online personalities that are in the UK, for example. They get they can get fined and put in jail for something they say. It's uh it's actually kind of crazy getting jail time for for words, you know. Meanwhile, like there's a uh, huge amount of people who are who are very uh racist in in other countries and they don't go to jail for being racist right i think uh ensuring that uh we come together in a consensus uh on things especially in in my community the community that i would like for us to have uh i think that it's going to be a way for me to look inwards and really uh, for all of us to look inwards and say and step back and and look at what we have came up with and determine hey am I being a fucking asshole right am I gonna be am I being a fucking dumbass with this Um, it's really an important part of it um I think that uh politics uh just get in the way of things and I I typically like to have my my people be very diverse. I think diversity is a huge thing uh especially when it comes to politics, especially when it comes to formulating an opinion on things. Uh the way that I analyze things might not be the same as someone else. So I think that's really important, um, especially when we get evidence that we think is credible, that we think is you know, from a reliable source, but it happens to be from a source that <laughs> leans a certain way and, uh, you know, when you bring a certain source to somebody, uh, let's, let's take a CNN. You bring CNN to to somebody who leans right. Holy shit! They're just gonna uh, dismiss your opinion altogether, right? Uh, CNN has been known to accept money and uh, have different values from a lot of people as opposed to back in the day when they gave you their opinion, you know, 
uh, that opinion being backed by fact, uh, and then you were able to take their, the facts and then their opinion and formulate your own opinion. I think it's something I want to go back to with a lot of these uh, subjects. I think it's uh, really important that we focus uh, on community because that's what really uh, gives us strength in, in general is community. Um, I, I definitely want to attack certain subjects um, in the future. Let's, uh, let's read some of them off to you. Uh, worldwide government system, uh, a system of your country, really like uh, a monetary system uh, that's, that of, of finance that, that involves one, one treasury. Uh, there's some of these uh, these topics are very diff- different from something you would see me talked about in my stream, but we get into these. Masculinity versus feminism. That's a huge one. Um, the biggest influences around the world, uh, people with money, <laughs> really just... And uh, a lot a lot of people with uh, uh, internet um, notoriety, right? Uh, th- there's a few of these that are just uh, basic questions. Uh, this one reads, uh, do we live in a materialistic world? And for that one, I think we'll do that one live. That way we can share our experiences um, with uh, a materialistic society. I think it absolutely is, in my opinion. Uh, Where do you draw the line on killing animals for survival? Um, uh, This one's an interesting one. Best states to live in in the United States. That's very subjective, depending on how you lean politically. Um, relationships with per- with a person that has kids. Uh, that's a big one. Uh, I think the last three people that I dated had uh, children, <laughs> and I think uh, I think uh, that might be my next episode. We'll see. Um, I don't want to bore people, uh, but I do want to get these um, episodes knocked out in a timely manner. Um, and I think they're going to average 40 minutes to an hour. And that way people aren't, uh, you know, fucking bored of this shit. And I could throw some jokes in there. And I'm going to try to make it as uh, entertaining as possible. Right. Um, next one is uh, the theory of weaponized identity. Uh, what that is... Uh, um, People use their identity and notoriety to influence uh, decisions in, in, in the public. Uh, that's going to be huge. Uh, I think uh, when it comes to ideology, that's a huge one because people will absolutely use their influencer status to um, to get ide- their uh, ideology that they have either created or ideology that they have um you know sucked into uh, depending on where they stand politically uh i think we're going to go into uh, a lot of events that happened historically 
the CIA and MK Ultra is a huge one for me. It's one of the reasons why uh, I don't trust the uh, government is the MK Ultra project. Um, we're gonna go into military things like the My Lai massacre uh, during the Vietnam War. There was a lot of uh, atrocities that occurred, uh, a lot of war crimes. Again, the government, right? <laughs> uh, one of the next uh, the subjects is going to be how the ATF and the FBI uh, could have handled the Waco, Texas and Ruby Ridge uh, incidents better. Um, with that, I think is uh, it's, it's a huge deal, especially when it comes to overarching government. Um, we're going to talk about... Uh, just newer things, things that uh, could affect us in the future, right? Uh, Chat GPT is a is a real big one. Um, I think that AI has definitely grown from where we thought it would be uh, during the '80s, and we just got to really, really take a deep dive into that. Um, the big one for me is the next two uh is is marriage worth it for men uh with that one i will be listing out pros cons and uh really coming coming up with an, a, a conclusion of what what you can do cuz the system's definitely not going to change you're not going to change every person's heart and mind overnight uh, but what you can do is expect uh, and anticipate certain outcomes of being in a relationship and and really uh, weighing in if you should be marrying a person. Because I think a lot of the times, especially for men, men absolutely will settle for, you know, whatever comes their way. And I, I don't think that's right. Uh, next one is going to be uh, the emasculation of the new generation of men. Uh, what we're going to do is, uh, if you guys don't know what emasculation is, it means uh, to strip masculinity away from young men or men in general uh, to either demonize um, already masculine things as something that is wrong to do um, or you know, misinterpreting and rewriting what it is to be masculine i think uh that's a huge one um and and obviously the the end results and effects of the emasculation of the new generation of men that's going to be huge for me um going into masculinity there's a there's a bonus one that i wanted to go into with uh, this series or at least this season uh is the unintentional masculinization of women um this is huge for me because uh uh what, from what i have been seeing is women are producing more and more testosterone caused by having to be the strongest person in a in their single family home single parent home right a lot of times the kids uh grow up with just their mother and the mother has to do everything for their family to be that masculine energy and that feminine energy. And really, because the 
uh, they have to work and provide food for the t- uh, uh, you know food and shelter for the family uh, the way a man is supposed to they end up for lack of a better term like getting more testosterone in their body and it has a lot of uh, effects on uh, the, the 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 female body you know they'll start developing more masculine features more masculine jawline they'll stop uh wear looking feminine they'll start wearing you know comfy clothes sweatpants and their 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 appearance will what we would say would be look looking frumpy but really it's she is dressing like a man because she's got more testosterone in her running right through her this isn't always the uh the case but i think that uh we need to do a deep dive into it and the possible outcomes of these subjects. Um, and of course, if you guys have other subjects that you want me to do a deep dive in, the Discord is open. Um, there's a tab for podcast topics, things you guys want me to cover. Um, uh, and what we'll do is, too, is uh, if newer information is presented to me in a respectful way be please be respectful to me um especially when it comes to the internet you know people go oh educate yourself or you know uh you have no right to do no no i'm gonna i'm gonna say what i want this is my channel and if you come to me respectfully with new information you may may sway my opinion on certain subjects right i think uh that's a big thing is the correspondence i get with these podcasts is that uh, i want people to uh, be interactive and be in the um discord and i want people to uh present their opinions because um like I said, like I, I want to formulate and come with a, up with a conclusion in uh, a, a consensus, not just me um, saying what's right and wrong. That's not where I want to be in life. If I'm telling you what's right and wrong, you're going to just be fucking cream pieing and, you know, just drink Pepsi, playing video games all day. No, no. I got to get more people to I guess influence more people to uh, how I want to say it come together and and really do these deep dives to say what's 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 morally right you know what I mean um, and I think that's the that's the whole point of this podcast is just you know take a break from gaming uh we might be doing some gaming things and opinions uh on video games but other than that it's just gonna be um it's gonna be stuff that's other than gaming you know what i want is the entertainment that you guys can listen to while you are driving to work right uh this uh you're more than likely going to be listening to this podcast uh, through Spotify. That's who I am uploading f- to first. Uh, 
and whether or not this uh, podcast does well will be um, uh, how I determine if there's going to be more seasons or not. Um, I feel like a, a lot of the guys my age are doing podcasts anyway, uh, so I don't want to waste people's time uh, uh, just hearing another old guy's fucking opinion, right? This is another old dude, retired dude. Well, I retire in 17 months as of uh, this month. As Today is the 9th of February, 2023. Um, I think going into this, uh, we'll see uh, how well this takes off. But, uh, I definitely want to keep, continue to do it because it's uh, it's going to be fun. Um, eventually, I'm going ha- to have guests. Uh, the person who... Uh, really that I am putting this together for is Relcos. He suggested that we do this. Um, he's currently without a computer at the moment, but we're going to get him uh, set up and we're going to get him a mic. We're going to get him a laptop. We're going to be able to do this podcast thing a lot more um, in the future. Right now, this is uh, going to be the end of episode one, season one of the I Am Fury 1 podcast. Thank you.